Good morning, afternoon, and evening. Welcome to the 8311Cast, your premier Midwestern-based sports podcast, bringing you all things sports to your beautiful ears. Join your beautiful hosts, Kyle Mersch, Mike Ludwig, and Wyatt Teeter on episode 82. So this week, we, I like normally I list off exactly what we're going to be talking about, but I mean, there isn't a whole lot going on. So we just kind of have a whole hodgepodge of things, of which are including the MLB, and our coveted, unique list of things football players shouldn't do. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, and we'll start with talking about what we've been talking about here these last couple weeks leading off, and that's baseball and their least starting plans, because they are the furthest along of the major American sports to having an official restart. So as we talked about last week, there was an official plan that was sent from Major League Baseball to the Players Association. They have been negotiating on this here for about a week now. Um, The biggest sticking point is definitely money, like we talked about last week. There have been lots of players, including uh, Blake Blake Snell Snell, being the most. The Tampa Bay Rays, and as well as Bryce Harper not refuting anything that he said. Yeah, basically saying what I said last week and that the players aren't going to play for anything less than the poet's hours. So. So I do encourage all of our listeners actually to go and listen to Blake Snell's like reasonings. And he, I feel like he carries all the same reasonings that like everybody else is talking about, right? Because they they don't want to pay they don't want to play for less money because they're putting themselves more at risk of getting it and for an athlete who's in the prime of their career, a la Blake Snell or other young stars, uh, Byron Buxton. I mean, you can name off you can name off so many people: Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo for the Cubs. Uh, you've got they're not going to want to do that damage to their lungs, to their body, and impact what money they could potentially secure down the road as well. Not everybody has gotten a Bryce Harper, Anthony Rendon uh, contract right now where they're guaranteed for the next, what, 10 years, 12 years? So that's probably not Anthony Rendon's contract, but that's at least Bryce Bryce Harper's contract. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a fair thing to look at. But you also got to look at it at the young players, right, who still haven't even reached arbitration, right? Remember, they spent four-plus years in the minor leagues where they were making well below minimum wage, which is what you make in the minor leagues, which is completely interesting. Like, you do an entire episode on minor league baseball and, you know, all of the, the reasons that baseball gets away. That, that's so fascinating. Anyway, I'd probably bore you all talking about it, so I'm not actually... I, no, I'd be, I'd be totally game to talk about it, but some of our listeners might not be interested. Another episode. Anyway, so those young players, right, who spent a lot of years making below minimum wage in the minor leagues who maybe spent half a year in the majors last year. Think of a Randy Dobnak for the Twins or something like that, right? They need the money because they need to. They, they need money because, they you know, they just bills. spent... Right, they exactly. They have lives still. They, they have not made tens of millions of dollars, and if they don't play, they don't get paid, right? That's why money is a big issue because some of them players need it. And the biggest reason... Well, there are two big reasons why the players are against the revenue split. First of all, because, one, it makes them look weak going into the next CBA negotiations. I think I touched on this last week. 
and two, right? So if they do a revenue split, what the players are afraid of is if they do a revenue split and then we have a virus flare up in the fall that makes them cancel the postseason, the total revenue pie is minuscule, right? Because almost all of MLB's revenue comes from national TV playoff broadcasts, mm-hmm. right? So in effect, it can't, the players basically get left with, with pretty much nothing. And you're still, and obviously you're still getting taxed off of all that anyway, too. So, like, and that's that was literally Blake Snell's argument was, if if there isn't a postseason, we lose all that revenue and profit anyway. So you're taking a fraction of a fraction, and then you're leaving us with nothing, is what he was saying. And we're putting ourselves at great risk potentially doing this. So, yeah, it seems like the MLB is close. But yet it seems like there's this ginormous gap that they still have to come to a consensus on in order to play. Yeah, I'm still confident they'll play, but we'll see. Every day where there's not good positive movement makes me a little more skeptical. So we'll keep an eye on it through the uh, coming weeks. The other interesting thing that came out of baseball this week was that part of MLB's 67-page and growing uh, safety protocol were leaked to the media. So um, I'm not going to talk about, you know, their testing protocol, blah, 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 blah. That's going to be what it's going to be, whatever. That's not what you guys care about. What you guys care about is the way things associated with the game might change. So one of the things that I found really interesting is that there would be no high fives, handshakes, spitting, et cetera, et cetera, no sunflower seeds, no chewing gum in the dugouts, anything like that, right? It was one of the interesting things that won't be allowed. Um, you're, not, uh, you're not supposed to shower in the locker room after the game. You're supposed to go home and do that. Um, there'll be no bat boys, no mascots. Those will both, I mean, granted, you don't need mascots if there are no fans in the stands, but bat boys and mascots Mascot are, are cam. Meant- Mascot Cam all game long. TC. I love TC. Go TC. TC's my favorite mascot, besides the Philly Fanatic. Go He's the best baseball mascot. Philly Fanatic is the best the baseball mascot. The Philly Fanatic mascots. is fantastic. Oh, Why him. does Philadelphia have such great mascots? That hockey mascot, incredible for the Flyers, too. Go look. That. We've talked about that guy before. Yeah, right? Some people thought it. he was really creepy. Philadelphia has got the best mascots, at least for baseball and hockey. Um Anyway, so I encourage you guys to go um, see the, the list of things that, uh, that won't happen this year. Seeing that has made some people say, well, if you're going to have to change so much, why play at all? Which, I mean, I get where they're coming from, but it's, it's baseball, and I love baseball. And as long as the on-the-field, between-the-foul-lines product stays pretty much the same, I'll watch baseball even if... You know, half the team has to sit in the left field bleachers and climb down a ladder to get onto the field to uh, improve social distancing. I'm, I'm in. Make, make the, the Red Sox bullpen space out on top of the green monster and have to climb all the way down the green monster to get onto the field. That would be kind of fun. Love it. Anyway, as long as the on-the-field product stays the same, I'm in for baseball, but we'll keep an eye on uh, how that on-the-field product might change going forward. Well, going forward, 
we can add some more things to our list of things football players shouldn't do because there there have been some uh, pretty boneheaded mistakes or decisions made by some NFL players recently. Uh, so DeAndre Baker, who was a former first-round draft pick for the New York Giants uh, from a cornerback out of Georgia, and is it Quentin Dunbar, too, who got traded to the Seattle Seahawks from the Washington Yeah, I think so. Uh, they were both um, – they both had an arrest warrant out for them this week uh, for armed robbery, pretty much. So, yeah, they did. Yeah, because they were in gambling debt. Hmm. All right, so how should we phrase this for our last? Why well, you so, really so I think there's two things. Don't let your list. gambling problem get so severe that you – well, or we could just say one thing. Don't let your gambling problem get so severe that you have to rob people in order to pay it. That's too wordy, though. Why help us pare, the, pare this one down? How should we word this officially on our list? I mean, in an ideal world, you would just say don't have a gambling problem, but, I mean. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know, because then that, 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 you know, nips in the bud. You can't even steal can't from people. snowball. Man. Yeah, it's true. And don't. especially especially for DeAndre Baker, because apparently he might have to serve him, because uh, he also had another um, charge I forget what that was on top of the armed robbery, uh, but he might have to serve a mandatory minimum of 15 years in prison. Uh, so there goes his football career, possibly. So why don't we flip it around? I don't want to be all you know holier than thou. Be like, oh, don't have a gambling problem. I think what it should be is the other way around, where you shouldn't, don't commit a crime due to your gambling problem, or don't. Don't yeah. steal from people because of your gambling problem. I like your that. I, I like that. I like that. Or just don't steal from people because you're in debt. I, I, I kind of like that better. Don't steal from people because you have debt. I like it. We can tack that one onto our list of things football players shouldn't do. Mike, should we add another one? I don't know why. Should we add another one? What's the other one? Why don't you inform our listeners on what this other one might be? Kyle, what is this other one? <laughs> uh, Earl Thomas, the safety for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, was caught by his wife um, cheating on another woman with his brother at the same time. <laughs> In the same bed. Um, this this is a difficult one to get through. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the story there. And she held a gun to his head. Do we have that on our list? Like, don't cheat on your wife. Don't, don't cheat on your significant other. But don't but this think one, it's this, on the list. This this has another layer to it as well because don't cheat on your wife while your brother or like. At the same time with your brother or something So you're saying like it's that? okay to cheat on your wife if it's not with your brother? No, I'm not implying that at all, but I'm just saying <laughs> That's what it's it sounds super like. weird to do it, like, have it going on with your brother at the same time, you know? I, yeah, I could, I mean, I don't know, but I can imagine how weird that would be, I guess. 
I I don't I obviously have zero experience in that regard. You don't even have a brother. Kyle. I don't even have a brother, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd be okay with tacking on the list. You know, don't cheat on your significant other. Sure. Okay. All right, we'll tack those two up on our list of things football players shouldn't do. And 8311 cast exclusive. And then, as is tradition right, do you want to run down our list of things football players shouldn't do now with our two new additions so everybody is aware? Oh, we got the time. We got the time. We have a total of 33 things on the list now. We'll go all the way back to number one and just go from there. So, our coveted 8311 cast list of things football players shouldn't do. Don't beat your family members. Don't get into a fight in a nightclub. Not necessarily just in London, but, you know, any nightclub. Don't graffiti the bridge in Brookside Park in Ames. Don't throw a dumbbell at the head coach. Don't run over a cop. Don't get caught not watching film. Don't run off the sidelines to make a tackle. Don't have to get pulled out of an on-field fight by a cop. Don't drive over 100 miles per hour in your car. Don't tweet upside down. That's just childish. Don't steal from your teammate's locker. Don't argue with your coach over wearing a jacket. Don't listen to our list. Don't not listen to our list of things what all players shouldn't do. Don't tweet anti-gay things on Twitter. Don't decide not to pay your cab fare. Don't punch the cop who tells you to pay your cab fare. Don't pull police tasers off yourself and run away from them. Don't drive on a suspended license. Don't not pay your citations for speeding. Then you won't get arrested or have your license suspended. Don't go into a cryogenic chamber without the appropriate footwear. Don't retire from the NFL because you can't wear your favorite protective hat. Don't put your fine notice on Instagram. Don't call your GM the devil. Don't post a potentially illegal video of a phone call with your head coach. Don't get your $30 million contract voided. Don't charge someone without your helmet on. Don't use a weapon on the football field. Don't use someone's head as a soccer ball on the football field. Don't punch your pregnant girlfriend. Don't get caught crossing the U.S. border with one Kyle's worth of marijuana. That's that's our host, Kyle, of weight of marijuana in, in scale of Kyle. Don't unlawfully carry your firearm in the airport. Don't steal from people to pay your debts. And don't cheat on your significant other. That is our not comprehensive list of things football players shouldn't do in 8311 cast exclusive. It's a very good list, and it will continue to go, I'm sure. There were like oh, I'm four sure. there were like four NFL players arrested just in the last week. So the longer this goes on, I feel like the more things we'll have to add to our list because the more football players will keep doing stupid things. So Keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks. There may or may not be more things football players shouldn't do that uh, come from it. Um, There are a few other random musings from the world of sports, um, and that's just sort of the things that are getting started. Uh, German soccer has started. The Bundesliga uh, started on uh, uh, over this last weekend. NASCAR had a race, and golf also had an event here over the last week. None of them are the major U.S. sports that we are hoping for, but we're getting there. Like, we're getting there. Sports are starting to happen. They're happening without fans, but they're starting to happen, giving us something to watch. Just hang in there, people. We're getting close. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. I have faith. We'll get there. We will get there. Um, let's see. Any other random sports musings, Kyle or Wyatt? Those were my random sports musings. Well, I mean, also, 
it was announced that uh, almost a little surprising this early to me at least that California and New York uh, as well as Florida, Arizona and Texas have announced that they are all game with professional sports starting again in their states as long as there are no fans in attendance specifically uh, stated by California and New York. So that's pretty big since there are uh, three NFL teams in in both California and New York. Or, uh, technically, there's only one NFL team in New York. Oh, yeah, the Meadowlands. Right. The Meadowlands is in New Rutherford, New Jersey. Yep, yep. There are... Gets, there are, gets are there every only, time. There are three in California? Yeah, is it only yeah. three? Cause, yeah, because yeah, the Raiders moved. just moved. Yeah, because so. Oakland moved. Yeah. Oh, did you, did you guys hear that apparently the Raiders might be forced to host, if the season started, they might be forced to host both the Rams and the Chargers in the Raiders' new stadium because SoFi in Cal- in LA is not, it might not be done in time due to coronavirus uh, pushbacks. That'd so. be a busy stadium. Yeah. That would take some rescheduling to play three games in a stadium. Yeah. Why doesn't one of them move to the Oakland Coliseum? Because they probably don't want to play in that stadium. I mean, if there's no fans, it's really not that bad. Yeah, that's true. Right? And you since, got- well, but baseball will still be happening, so they might not want to play on the dirt then. I mean, yeah, that's true. Send one of them to St. Louis to play there. Send the Rams back to play their home games to St. Louis for the year. I would love to see that. I love it. Brian, any random sports musings from you? Uh, Formula One is giving the green light to race at Spa here soon. I don't remember the exact date. Um, Daniel Ricciardo signed to McLaren, booting out. Um, what's his face? Who's that other McLaren driver that got booted out? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't you're remember. Asking the, you're asking the two other yeah. guys that don't know anything about Formula One? I don't remember. It's going to be Lando Norris and Danny Rick racing. So there's basically no reason to be a fan of Renault anymore. And it sounds like uh, Sebastian Vettel might not be with Ferrari after this season either. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. That's all I got. Hasn't nothing, Sebastian not been with Ferrari forever? Not forever. For a while. He was with uh, Toro, so for a bit up and coming. Mm. Um. I feel like those are the only two major um, teams he's been with, though. Or maybe it's with Red Bull. No, he's with Red Bull Racing, and then he went to uh, Ferrari. So, But we'll see. We'll see who signs with Ferrari then next, because Charles Leclerc is going to stay for sure. And I don't know who would fill that spot. This is all for the 2021 season, because the 2020 season is just a hot, silly mess. So we'll see. Uh, that's all I got. Not a whole lot going on in the world of why sports-related. Cool beans. If we are out of random sports musings, that means it's time for my favorite segment and everyone else's favorite It's also mine too. now, too, because I get to help with a little bit more input. I love it. Yes, Kyle has been giving me some ideas of... Since in our Mike Stupid Rules segment, we've been doing a special where we talk about rules from obscure sports. Um Kyle's been giving me suggestions on obscure sports to talk about. This week, we are going to talk about barrel racing. Yes, barrel racing, like the thing where you're on a horse and there are like three barrels 
and you like have to like figure eight through the barrels and then run back. That kind of barrel racing. Um, I'll give you a quick general what's going on, and then I'll talk about some weird rules in barrel racing because I can. Um, so you got three barrels, like I said. You basically it's just straight timed. You got to figure eight around the three barrels and run back to where you started, and whoever does fastest win. I mean, as far as rules go, it's pretty simple. As far as you know, basic rules go. Now there are some really interesting rules, specifically about attire. So there is a dress code for barrel racing. Um, it starts one hour before the beginning of the competition. Dress code is strictly enforced. Um, you must wear a western long-sleeved shirt that is tucked in, western cut pants or jeans, a western hat, and boots. You are required to wear that starting one hour before competition until the end of competition. Just I thought that was a strange rule that it was, you know, very strict, that the dress code was very strictly enforced. I wouldn't be one of wearing a long sleeve shirt and jeans in the middle of summer outside. No. But Especially, like, outside at rodeos when it's hot and, like, dust is going everywhere, too. Sounds yeah. a little cool. Yeah, but that is that is the rule. Them's the rules. Yeah, I don't I, make... I want to bend that rule. I want to, like, wear all that attire underneath, like, a suit and tie or something. So, like, technically I'm wearing it. I can show to you, but... Yeah, I would have to go look at the official rule book to see if that is... Like, there's got to be. There's got to be will, a loophole somewhere. I will look for a loophole while we continue with the rest of our podcast. So uh, That's right. You don't have a whole lot to do right now because we have nothing to take off the board as far as I'm aware. We have nothing in our accountability session to go over. Is that true? True fact? Correct. There is All nothing. Right. Just want to make sure. So with that, we can go and just start throwing stuff back up on the board, I suppose. Uh, Kyle, do you want to go lead us off? Ah, yes. So I'm sticking with a theme of NFL predictions. Um so this week, I am going to predict the NFC representative for the Super Bowl. Now, I'm going to say that that NFC Super Bowl representative will be the New Orleans Saints. Oh, really? Yeah. The New Orleans Saints. Yeah. I'm, I like that. I like that take. Uh, I don't believe in it, but I like it. What do huh. you what do you give that though? Um, I mean, that's so far off. That's like you know triple home run territory, right? Yeah, I think I think there must be. Ah, uh, boy, that's tough. I, I'm what what I'm thinking I'm, is it's it's a home run just based on circumstance. Just how right? far out we are. Yeah, from, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that. Because I don't even know. The Saints could start the season 0-5. Yeah. They still could make the Super Bowl, but... They could. Or, or Drew Brees could get hurt. Oof. So. I mean, he's, that happened last year, and they still made the playoffs. So Yeah. But they had Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. They don't have that luxury anymore. They have Jameis Winston. Oh, I forgot about that they got Jameis Winston. Well... They might not and, help their record very well, but they'll help the record of other teams. And Jameis Winston has thrown more touchdown passes to New Orleans Saints players than Taysom Hill has. It's true. 
It's just Taysom Hill generally throws them to offensive players, and Jameis Winston had a habit of throwing them to defensive players. Yes. Jameis Winston, despite never playing a snap for the Saints, has thrown more touchdown passes to Saints players than the Saints' backup quarterback. I love those kind of stats. Mm-hmm. Backhanded, backhanded stats. Yeah, agreed. All right, what do you got, Mike? Yeah, my prediction, which I'm going to make up on the spot because I did not come up with one before this because I was looking at barrel racing rules, um, is that the baseball season will resume and that um, the Twins will win the season series against the Cubs. No. The Cubs will be, uh, will be playing each other six times under the current plan. So, um, assuming they play, if they don't play, this prediction just gets crossed off the board. You said there's six games, right? I feel like in the current. I feel like if they don't play, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we can just strike that one. I guess. I feel like it should be counted wrong though, since you're predicting it in uncertain times. That's fair. In okay. uncertain times. Okay. Double? I don't know. Triple. Triple? Why? Because the Cubs are going to win. That's <laughs> not a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'll defer to you because I'm biased. The Twins are a better team, I think, than the Cubs are. The, the Twins are a better On paper, the Twins are a better double. team than the Cubs are. Double. I'll take a double. I didn't want to say it. Thank you. The, the uh, Twins right, are definitely a better team. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, I got to complete my, my Cubs thing that I started oh, yeah, like two weeks ago. So I'm going to predict that the Cubs are going to win the World Series. The 2020 that, World Series. That is a home run. We've already been over that one. Yeah. True fact. I just had to finish that one out. What do we got from Josh this week? Is he still alive? Actually, I know he's alive because I was talking to him earlier today. He's having some yeah. rough coding times, it sounds like. Yeah, he is. I, I was talking to him about that, too, when I was bored when I was cleaning out my desk this afternoon. Um, Josh predicts that the Packers will start 3-1 and one through their first four games of the NFL season. 3-1. and one. Packers Were their schedule. No. So, yeah, I just pulled it up here. Oh, wait. Don't make yeah. sure you don't get the preseason schedule. I almost did. So it's got- Packers at Vikings, Packers hosting the Lions, and Packers at Saints. And then Falcons at Packers. Oh, yeah, yeah three. three four games. I yep. forgot how to do basic addition. Well, I like there are chances against the Lions, and I like their chances against the Falcons. The Vikings in Minneapolis and the Saints in New Orleans will both be tough games. They won't yep. be favored in either of those games. They won't. Triple? That's what I, I was Probably. just going to say, triple. <laughs> I, see, I see two and two in that. I don't see three and one. Well, I can see three and one, but I, I mainly see two they'd, and two. They'd have to play really well. You're granted if the NFL season starts with no fans. Then those those uh, those away games aren't going to really mean anything, right? They aren't as tough, Besides especially New Orleans. Didn't sound by from the sound people. Yeah, I don't know if that'll be allowed or not. 
Speaking of which, I'm not a big fan of they were proposing kind of off topic here. They were proposing piping in like background people noise into the TV broadcasts when they're broadcasting, you know, games. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. I, I don't think that's a good idea. Just off topic. They were also uh, talking about using CGI fans. Uh, that's that's even worse. That's just creepy. Like, I don't that like that. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, since we have all four predictions up on the board, I think that means we are at the end of the uh, write that down prediction segment, which then means we are at the end of the episode. But before I have more information about this dress code and barrel uh, racing. I was just going to ask. So the rule, at, if you're in violation of the dress code, it doesn't have anything to do. There's there's nothing about the competition, right? So your score, your time is not affected, but you will be assessed a twenty-five dollar fine for being in violation of the dress code. Oh. You will also be what? assessed a twenty-five dollar fine if you lose your hat during a run. If your hat falls off during your run, you will be assessed oh, a twenty-five dollar fine. I did hear that. If you fail to pay the fine, you will be ineligible for the next National Barrel Horse Association show until that fine is paid in full. I, I'm into that. Also, you know, I'm not going to wear a hat to begin with because I'm not a hat-wearing guy usually. I say as I'm wearing a hat today. I mean, you'd be fined $25 if you tried to barrel race without a hat. But I also wouldn't wear Western gear, so that's where the 50 comes in. I'd pay another 25 just to have to not wear the garb. Maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't bail, race. Yeah, I don't know how to ride a horse. Can't be that would also, right? That would also be. Uh, that would also uh, make it a little bit more difficult. So you just hop on, yell "Giddy up!" and the horse goes. I think that's how that works. I don't Pretty know. Much. You should just sprint it. See if you can sprint it faster <laughs> than the horses. I would love that. It'd be like a uh, shuttle run, but between barrels. Uh-huh. I'm into that. I think that'd be a great, uh, like a great party game, like a drunk party game. 8311 cast yes. host challenge. Who yes. can sprint a barrel race the fastest? <laughs> barrel racing live, our first televised <laughs> vlog experience. I think it's a wonderful idea. You put it up on our Instagram. Go, yeah. go, can you go live on Instagram? Yes. Kyle says yes, therefore we can. We can do it. Go live on Instagram, on Facebook, and even Twitter. So you should definitely check out our Instagram just in case we decide to live broadcast drunk barrel <laughs> racing with humans. That's at 8311cast8311. Charlie Alpha, Sierra Tango. That's how you spell cast in the phonetic alphabet. We appreciate you sticking around for this episode 82. We will talk to you again next week. Signing off are your hosts. Kyle Mersh. Mike Lodewig. And Wyatt Tudor. We'll talk to you again next week. Go Cyclones. Go Cyclones. Go Cyclones.